The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust. That threw me off. I didn't I didn't have my script ready. Wolfie let out a very deep and and dark woof. <laughs> you doing all right there? You got you coming down with a cold or something? You need some uh you need some airborne to make sure you get over that that little virus pretty quick there. <laughs> ah, but yes, welcome back to Farlands or Bust. We're here in Minecraft Beta 1.7.3 continuing to walk west towards those far lands here for episode 763 of the series. This one being recorded live in front of Twitch again and will be going up on Saturday, December 28th, 2019. Oh, that's a chicken. I thought it was a piece of wool, like from a dead sheep, but that's that's the head of a chicken is what we see down there, Wolfie. Hello, hello. I hope you uh, all enjoyed some time off for the holiday and or holidays. Hope everything went well for you. I took some time off. Oh, there goes those shears. There goes those shears. Oh man, we don't even have any iron. We do have a little bit of wool to get us through the next few episodes, but we'll have to be considering some new shears and, and more iron, maybe. I should have asked for that for the holidays. Um, I need some new shears. That's my voice in the game, I guess. I don't know. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah. Hope everything went well for you. A little, little break. Spent pretty much the entire time with the girlfriend. Hung out up here. I did not need more of that, did I? <laughs> Got too many, too many bones for Wolfie. And uh, just had a relaxing time. We intended to do like a hike, like a big hike, but it got really cold and we just wanted to be lazy. So we were lazy. We did like a little hike uh, on Christmas Eve, which you know, it's a small neighborhood one, but didn't, didn't end up doing any sort of long thing, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. We'll get back on that hike, hiking horse. We don't have horses. Uh, that's just a turn of phrase. Um, but yeah, we are continuing to walk the far lands here. And uh, didn't, uh, didn't go home for Christmas or anything, obviously. Uh, I was just in Chicago for the Mindcrack Marathon back in October. Uh, so stuck around town. Just makes it easier with Juno, not needing to find a place for her to be, or anything like that. And, uh, yeah, just, just spent it, spent it around here. Uh, I did, uh, me and the girlfriend did exchange gifts, pretty much gifts for each other, like, like that we both can use. She got a 1,000 piece puzzle. Ooh, I don't do puzzles that often, and a 1,000 piece puzzle is gonna be a long-term project. But she said, if we can survive making a puzzle together, 
and that's good news for the relationship. <laughs> ah, it's a test. Um, so yeah, it's a, like a space-themed poster, sort of, like, space travel. Like, you've seen all those futuristic, retro, retro-futuristic uh, posters of, like, visit Mars and, and whatever. Kind of like that, which is really neat. Uh, but a thousand pieces. Ugh. And then I got her, us, a beginner lockpick set with a set of lockpicks, some, uh, uh, what are they called? Tension bars and, and a set of progressively more difficult locks that add the number of pins. Um, and that was fun. We, we did that Christmas morning. And that was, we were like planning on going on a hike on Christmas, but we slept in. And then for literally two hours after breakfast, we sat at the table trying to pick these locks. And like getting through the first two pretty easily, but then the difficulty ramped up. We're watching videos on how to, how to pick locks, beginner guides, and this, that, or the other. Um, we were determined. We were determined. Uh, so yeah, that's just very fun and interesting. I already want to like find like a, 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 a like a better set, even better set of of like lock picks and stuff. Um, so yeah, then we we went to her place uh, and hung out on Christmas there. Uh, and the day after that, we went down to a place nearby her where there's like a bridge uh, that has a bunch of those locks on it, like love locks. Um, it was really cold that day. It was very cold. Very, very cold. Uh, that was the day after Christmas. Yesterday. Uh, it was very cold that day. So not ideal conditions. Your hands freezing as you're trying to pick locks. Um, but yeah, just like hundreds of locks that people have attached to this bridge pier thing. And, uh, it was pretty difficult. But we each got one. Which is pretty good for having only started lock picking the day prior to get, each get one completely unknown lock to be picked. And it's, those are especially difficult because we don't know how long they've been out in the weather and some of them are just rusted shut and would never be able to be picked or whatever. Uh, and we left them there. We didn't take the locks. We do it, we did that ethically. <laughs> Although, although I heard that two random couples in the area just randomly broke up as we unlocked those locked. A coincidence, truly a coincidence. Um, so yeah, that's fun. And I'm looking forward to, to learning more about that, like I said. And I'm actually gonna try, I don't know if my setup is going to allow for very interesting uh, experience, but I'm gonna try to do that on stream and together. And together we can work our way to becoming locked picking experts that's like a it, it is it's a legitimate hobby <laughs> it's a it's a hobby there's so many youtube that's where i heard about it we started watching youtube videos about lock picking and we're like that would be fun <laughs> that just seems like an interesting and unique skill to have and hobby to have so yeah we did that and that was very it's very exciting to be like Bloop, oh i got it we still don't exactly know how we got some of the locks. It's, some of it is just like, oh, okay, I guess I did the right thing. I can't tell you what I did. 
I mean, I know what I did, but I can't tell you how I did it. I didn't hear the pin set or uh, or anything like that. But with with more practice, will come more expertise. Oop. Indeed. Whoops! Too many too many pieces of wood. Got too greedy. In deed. Uh, so yeah, we did have a few missteps. Ooh, look at this! Look at this donut thing. I feel like there could be two eyes there, and it's a gargoyle or some sort of troll. That's the noise he makes with his mouth open like that. Ah, <laughs> oh, buddy, that makes a lot of sense for the podcast. So yeah, we uh, one of the other things on on Thanksgiving. We made from scratch a gluten-free apple pie, went fantabulously, and we also made, not quite from scratch, but we made uh, gluten-free lasagna, and that went very well. So this Christmas we were going to try making gluten-free gnocchi, which are the little potato pasta-esque dumpling situations. Um, did not go so well. Did not, uh, did not go so well. If we had the potatoes, you basically start with what is essentially mashed potatoes, and then you put in flour, gluten-free flour this time, an egg, and, uh, you, you roll it out like a dough, and then you, uh, put that dough into a roll, and then you cut the roll into the various different gnocchi-sized dumpling situations, and, uh, then you boil them. Make them cook and set. Uh, upon boiling them, they dissolved like a Jedi Master. <laughs> they dissolved into nothingness. And we're like, huh, that's interesting. <laughs> that's not supposed to happen. And uh, the, the whole batch was a loss. And uh, yeah, true. It seems in looking up online, like, why is this happening? How do I fix this? A lot of people, their first time, have their gnocchi dissolve into the boiling water. Uh, so instead of trying to fix it and like by adding more eggs or more this or more that, it was like already starting to get a little bit late. Uh, and we had other calamities going on. Uh, the girlfriend has a fireplace, a wood-burning fireplace. We thought, it's Christmas, let's try out the fireplace. Recently had it cleaned, had somebody like teach her how to use it and stuff. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, a lot of smoke was coming into the house instead of exiting out of the chimney. Um, so we were juggling that and the dissolving gnocchi at the same time. So we figured, screw it, and went to bed. <laughs> and awakeness. We didn't go to bed. We ended up making. Uh, a frittata. A frittata. Which she made. I had no, I've never made a frittata. Basically, like a baked omelet. It was supposed to, it was the, it was the idea for, for breakfast. But we're like, we don't have a dinner right now, so let's do this. And that turned out fantastic. Got like vegetables, peppers in it. Cut yourself a slice. It's like a, like a, like a egg lasagna, pretty much. <laughs> Without the pasta. So, yeah, a few missteps there, and uh, 
We got the, the fire under control, but place kind of smells like smoke a little bit. But uh, figured it out. Figured it out. We'll never... We'll never light another fire in the chimney again. <laughs> and uh, we'll maybe never try gnocchi again unless we just get the store-bought pre-made little, little dobbles. Look at you. It's floating there. Um, but yeah, then then anyway, the next day we we went lock picking and picked those locks. <laughs> Got them. So yeah, a, a, a pretty good holiday. I also saw a Star War finally yesterday. Finally, it only came out the week previous, but everybody's got to get there as soon as possible. Um, and yeah, I don't like. I enjoyed it. I feel the same about it as I do like the Marvel Avengers films. I'm not gonna do any spoilery things here if you haven't seen it. Um, but it feels it it feels that same way. Uh, I, I, I don't know why people get so upset about it that it wasn't gonna like blow their minds or like completely change their lives or whatever like that. It's just it it's a movie, my friends. It's a movie. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I mean, honestly, all the reviews and people bickering about it made me have, I guess, low expectations of it, but it was an enjoyable time. It was an enjoyable time. That's what it is, a popcorn movie. With action and stuff. And, uh, I thought it was okay. The, I mean, technically, from a film standpoint, the first, like, quarter of it was kind of hurried and mishmashed. It felt a little bit of uh, kind of an editing nightmare, it felt like. But uh, beyond that, enjoyment was had. Enjoyment was had. Um, so yeah. I'm sure it's, it's definitely obviously not the last of Star War. We've seen certainly while Disney can still milk every every teat on that cow. <laughs> I don't know where that was going, but uh, yeah, I thought it was okay. It was okay. Yeah, there's little minor details that would be spoilery that would be like, nah, I could have gone without that or. I, don't, I certainly don't know what else. I don't have any other, like, ideas. They should have done this. Um, but, uh, but, yeah. I am not subscribed to Disney+. Plus. Uh, we do think we're going to maybe try, uh, like, at least temporarily checking that out until we can, like, get through The Mandalorian. I still haven't seen the last Avengers movie, is how much I care about that. Um, the, 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 the end game. The previous one I saw on an airplane, so um, we'll probably be able to watch that if we get Disney Plus for like two weeks and then cancel it. <laughs> Indeed. So yeah, but an enjoyable time. I didn't. I wasn't like. <sighs> it was. It was an enjoyable popcorn movie. We 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 uh, we snuck in a bunch of candy <laughs> from the dollar store. There is very fortunately a dollar store right next to the theater we went to. Got our candy there. All the crimes. Picking locks. 
sneak in outside food and drink into theaters. Straight to jail with us. Straight to jail. <laughs> oh, man. Indeed. Yeah, so that, that was that was that's pretty overall wrap up of my uh of my uh holiday experience and enjoyment. Um Yeah, I'm back. Obviously, I'm obviously I'm back at home right now. Uh came back and uh you know, took took Juno on some walks and things. He's doing fine. We haven't started the puzzle yet. I saw somebody in chat say, like, don't cats destroy puzzles? We haven't started it yet. We were too enamored with the lockpicking. Uh, but we do we do have a contingency plan for building this thousand-piece puzzle and keeping the cats from undoing our progress. Whoop, indeed. Probably just cover it up. <laughs> cover it up with something. Uh, with, a, with a big piece of cardboard or whatever. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. What else is new? Not much. Not much. Trying to think if anything else has, like, happened. Um, not really. Like, we went out on Christmas Eve, we got Vietnamese food, and then last night we went out and got pho. Because <laughs> it was so cold, and we were picking locks and our hands were cold, so we needed a hot soup. Hot soup! And we didn't want to make anything. Have Juno and the cats had more encounters? No, but we have a, a plan. Like, we want to do that, like, we need to set apart some time for, like, actual cat training with a dog. Uh, we have we have a plan to figure that out. Um, I mean, she's been in the house. Uh, we'll put the cats in another room and then have Juno upstairs. Uh, so I, I think she's probably familiar with their scent and stuff. And she doesn't seem to react as much when they make noise, meow, or anything like that. Um, but yeah, just Slow and steady and uh, controlled. Controlled. Like the things I've been reading is like the first thing, just like have the cat in an enclosure or in a crate and have the dog at a distance on a leash and under control and just try to get the dog to basically ignore the cat, to stop pulling or be being interested in the cat. Make sure to reinforce that it is not an object of interest, or, or that they, they, you know, need to chase, or, or even, you know, it sh should just be nothing. Uh, and then slowly keep desensitizing them to that, and then put the dog still on a leash. Maybe have the cat, because you also want the cats to get used to the dog. Um, have the cat outside of the crate, but still the dog under control, and just kind of make sure reward the dog for paying no attention, not even, like, looking in the direction. Uh, and then correct if they do 
So yeah, I don't think there will ever be a time where we could ever leave them alone together, but Juno is very smart and has been very easy to train the things I want to train her in. Um, so hopefully, you know, it's, it's gonna be difficult to train that sort of instinct out of her, but... Uh, but yeah, as long as she learns to... Basically, I don't want... I, I'm, I don't ever foresee a time where they're gonna be like snuggling on the couch together. But if she learns to avoid them and they learn to avoid her, that would be a positive. And we can all live happily ever after. Oh, hi. <laughs> I meant to put down my workbench, not make you sit. Have you warmed up to the cats? The cats have warmed up to me. I think because I'm a dog owner, I give them some scritches that they don't normally get. So yeah, the cats, the cats are very friendly cats. And even the girlfriend has said that, that they're not... They don't scratch or bite people uh, or anything like that. And they're, they're generally very low-impact cats, <laughs> I guess. Um, so yeah, I, myself and the cats get along. And I don't seem to be allergic to them, at least anymore. I don't know if that might be a seasonal thing. But at first, uh, I was I was feeling some reaction to the cats, but I think I'm I'm used to them now. Indeed, indeed, that's all that's all stuff for the new year. The new year. I was just telling the chat here. I don't know if this is going to be the last episode of Flob ever uh, for uh, the year. Uh, or I might be able to squeeze one in on Monday to have come out on the last day of the year. Uh, but we'll see. We will see. Ooh. Liquid hot magma. Alright, let's make this elevated hidey hole. There's Wolfie. You take damage? No, I don't think so. Wop. And... Wop. In deed. And awakeness. Woof. And continuing on this. Twelve hours of car on a stick? Oh man. Like I could. I could just turn it on and walk away. <laughs> um I mean we still haven't put car on a stick on the 365 games list, despite the fact that we play it every single stream at the end, but uh, that that could be a thing. I'm just, I'm not sure what I'm doing on New Year's again. Similarly, the girlfriend has off, and uh, we might end up doing something or going on a hike or something. So, of course, we said that about Christmas as well. Uh, indeed, uh, on the same... Topic, Peter the Brewer, blah, 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 blah. Peter the Brewer, ooh, I need this iron, free iron, easily accessible, I need it to make more shears, I got plenty of coal, Peter the Brewer asks, will you be trying to play 356, they mean 365, games in the coming year, um, I don't know, I don't know. It's hard for me to 
plan that sort of thing. It was a good idea. For those of you who don't know, who just maybe watched Far Lands or Bust. I was trying to think, like, I, I was thinking I need, like, a thing. I need, like, a either a theme or a goal or something for my Twitch streams, because sometimes it becomes like, oh, I don't know what to play. Um, and, you know, a lot of people are doing the stream, stream a day thing, or they have very set schedules. So I was thinking, what if I try to play 365 individual unique games over the course of a year? Obviously, I don't stream every single day, but if I play more than one game a day, that could be possible. Turns out, wasn't possible, but also I wasn't like, it wasn't like, well, delete my Twitch and YouTube, we failed. You know, it's, it wasn't like a make or break thing. It was just a neat little idea. Um, so we got to around 220-something. That depends on how many more games I fit in before the end of the year. Um, but what I did like was keeping track of them all in a uh, in a spreadsheet. I think I might still do that. Whether or not I even get near to what I've played this year, certainly this is the most amount I've ever played uh, in a year. I'm also honestly not sure what that does to my stream or for my stream. Because obviously a lot of the games are obscure games where I'm the only one who's playing on Twitch or has ever played on Twitch. Um, speaking, a lot of these these smaller itch.io games or, or older games uh, in my library, things like that. Um, so yeah, that's difficult for me to uh, like like have a definitive answer to like I don't know that's that's really tough uh, to say I think it's honestly better if I play one game for a while uh, as we saw when we were playing No Man's Sky for a couple months a couple years ago that brought in viewers consistently new viewers too viewers who didn't know about Far Lands or Bust about me previously um, similarly when I played this year Astroneer for like a month um so I don't know. I don't. Uh, I, I, I'm. I'm gonna go ahead and say like I'm not gonna make it a goal like I made it this year. But I think I, I did like keeping track of the games I've played when I played them. A link to the VOD in a spreadsheet, uh, just as as like an organizational thing. I feel like that might be neat to keep doing and and keep having a link to on my Twitch. Um, Will I want to try to play 365 or whatever? Probably not. Is it impossible? Certainly not. Certainly if I did force myself to play every single day or stream every single day or keep on top of, you know, the number versus the number of days or streams left, uh, I think that's honestly pretty an easy goal. I, I wouldn't be surprised if multiple people have already done it previously on, on YouTube or Twitch or something. But... Uh, yeah, that was fun. It was enjoyable. We did find some gems there that we probably wouldn't have played otherwise. Uh, we found some real stinkers. <laughs> we found some real stinkers out there. But I certainly... It it made me play more games than I normally would have. Whatever they be. Little things that I get emailed from marketing companies. Little... So many simulator games. <laughs> so many obscure and unnecessary sim games. So many of those. Sounds like a win, indeed. 
Sounds like a win indeed. I would also like to, like I mentioned in the last episode, next year try to f not focus primarily, but do more with Farlands or Busts. Uh, speaking of playing more games more consistently, Farlands or Bust is kind of its own game, different from Minecraft or, you know, certainly modern versions of Minecraft. Um, so streaming it more as like, here, this is the day of Farlands or Bust, little mini, like, three-hour flabathon sort of situation, um, getting the charity thing back up and running. Uh, still continuing, I still, I don't want to worry people who only watch the episodic content on YouTube or the, the, the podcast. Still want to continue with that, but maybe interspersed with longer streams that then will, the, the archive would go up on YouTube. Um, but I don't really feel like if I, let's say I record episode 763 and then I record, or I just stream like three hours of it and then I record episode 764, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no plot. There's no, you're not missing anything. <laughs> there's no, there's nothing missed between uh, one episode to the next if I've also uh, streamed three or whatever hours in between. It's, it's pretty much the same uh, world we're in, the same journey we're on, just making more and more progress. Uh, so yeah. That, that's a goal. That's a goal. And maybe not focusing on doing something like 365 games uh, a year would probably make that a little bit easier on me, I think. If you think. Indeed. Indeed. Revival Knight asks, what's a typical day like for Juno? Let's ask. Uh... No, uh, I mean, we're on a pretty good schedule. I wake up, get downstairs, let her out of her crate. She sleeps in her crate pretty much every night now. Uh, I used to have her up in my bedroom too, interspersedly. Uh, but then she got it, started to get a little bit spoiled with that and would like not respond to going in her crate at night. So I kind of put the old kibosh on that. Uh, so she sleeps in her crate. I get her up from her crate, give her some good morning scritches, take her outside to pee. Comes back inside, and then I feed her her food, her breakfast. Uh, and then while I'm eating breakfast and doing my morning stuff, she just follows me around the house or lays down in her crate while I'm eating breakfast. Um, and then I'll take her on her walk. It's normally a good minimum of a mile, depending on what it's like outside and how I feel. Just around the neighborhood. Uh, it takes between like a half hour and an hour, depending, like I said, how long it is. Uh, and on her on her walk is when she she does the poops, so that's when that happens. Uh, go on the walk, come back, and then she's pretty much just laying around while I'm working, streaming and stuff. I let her outside uh, to pee every once in a while, and then I try to feed her like twelve hours apart. So let's say I wake up at nine a.m. and feed her then. Ha <laughs> ha. That's funny. Uh, then I'll feed her at 9 p.m. Uh, is when her dinner is. Uh, and then usually we'll have we'll have a little couch time where I'm chilling out on the couch watching YouTube or Twitch or Netflix or whatever. Uh, she has come to expect that where she'll jump up on the couch and get 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 her her scratches in and stuff like that. 
So yeah, that's that's pretty much a typical typical day for Juno. I'll I'll randomly try to like train some tricks in there. Like she recently learned rollover because you know after our walk or after bringing her in from outside, if I got treats in my pocket, I teach her to, to lay down and roll. Uh, or I say over. Rollover is just over is the command. So yeah, that's a good time for like training and stuff. And other times we'll we'll go on hikes, uh, or we'll go go down uh, to the girlfriends, and uh, she'll she she stays in the basement. She's got a finished basement down there. So she'll stay in the basement because the cats are upstairs. Uh, but then sometimes, like I said, we put the cats in a in a in a separate room and shut the door, and then Juno can come upstairs and hang out on the couch or whatever uh, with us. And, uh, yeah, those are pretty typical days for Juno. Pretty typical days. I did just get a 30-foot a lead, uh, leash, because I would like to work, like, take her to a field. We, we don't do dog parks anymore. It's because she's, I've, we've discovered she isn't a dog park dog. Um, so instead of obviously having her off-leash, I would like to work on her recall more. Um, take her out to an open field and get that nice long... 30-foot leash out, and, like, that's kind of the next thing I want to work on her, like, sometimes she's, she might not be too as responsive as she needs to be to be more reliably recalled. Oh, dear. Um, let's, let's go right here. <laughs> so, yeah, recently got one of those. Whoops, that's not what I meant to do. Ah, jeez. Ah, jeez. Everything's falling apart. Hey, Wolfie, have a seat. Guard that door! How many tricks does Juno know? Uh, well, I mean, it depends on... Tricks. <laughs> what do you mean by tricks? Um, is, like, sit a trick? <laughs> uh, she knows sit. She kind of can stay. Um, roll over. She's working on pose. Uh, where she gets both of her paws up in the air. But that's a little bit difficult for her because she doesn't have a tail. Dogs who can do that have a tail they can balance on. Uh, she doesn't have a tail to balance on. So pose, and then... Uh, uh, when we're on walks, like anytime we're near something and I go up, 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 she'll jump up on it. Um, sometimes, regardless of how high it is, <laughs> she'll jump up on like park benches and little... little uh, walls, low walls and, and rocks and things like that, or tree stumps. Uh, that's up, up. Uh, that one she almost knew, like, instinctually. What am I trying to do here? I'm trying to uh, make a workbench. Oh, there it is. I also need to make this iron. And then most recently, like I said, roll over. Or over. Which, like I said, she really... I, I started it and maybe two... Two days later, she started just laying on her side, and, but then eventually she went the full, all the way over. Um, but yeah, she's very quick to learn, because she really likes treats. She's very treat-motivated, so that is, that's a good thing if you want to train your dog some things. So yeah, I do think she would be a good, like, agility dog, or nose work dog. I just am not sure myself if I'm into those things. Um, oh, yeah. Indeed. You know what I am into? 
ending this episode of Farlands of Bust. I've had enough of it. <laughs> ah, this has been episode 763. Thank you so much for following along and watching, tuning in, and hopefully supporting at Patreon to keep the, the journey going. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. <laughs> ever after. <laughs>